Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Here's your host from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello, we are the Get Savvy Club and we're on a mission to teach anyone in property how to get visible online. Why? So you can get deals, you can get direct bookings, you can find JV partners and investors, or if you're a realtor or estate agent, you can find new stock and ultimately you can make money. If you would like our help, just message us on info at getsavvyclub.co.uk or find us on social media. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying Property Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club, use your podcast app to rate, follow and subscribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Property Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing, Anita? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Just having one of them days know getting shit done days it's weird because we've had a bit of a shake-up in our business haven't we so it's kind of like give us a bit more time which is kind of kind of nice yeah. to streamline things and change things and so there's a bit of not extra time but there's, there's going to be gaps and stuff so if you do if you are in oh god I'm, i forgot i was on the podcast then i was just thinking we just done the uh, live but anyways it's, it doesn't really matter whether you're watching this on the live or listening to the podcast but if you've got a property business and you're interested in sourcing out your marketing once and for all on social media and also your email marketing you can actually go on and book a chat with anita or i by just going to www.getsavvyclub.com forward slash chat and then you can pick which one whichever one you prefer out of us and book a bit of a slot for us to chat because we've got a couple of ways of working with you now one is our program which is a group program and the other one is a bit more bespoke so book yourself into the calendar and we can have a chat to see if it's right or even if you don't have a property business you just want to make some money in property and you might have been to like a free session or a webinar or just kind of thinking about it we can help you on that next step definitely yeah cool but today we wanted to talk about five reasons why you should market your property business even if you're already successful so we Anita and I've been going and talking at lots of different property events up and down the country up and down the UK meeting lots of really interesting people and there's some people there that have got not many these days actually but some people have like no presence online like they don't have any social media presence whatsoever and to be fair some of them have good successful viable property businesses that are doing really well and i've had a few conversations where people people are like i keep getting told i should do it but i don't know whether i should bother or not what's the point i'm i'm doing all right i'm making the money that i want to it just seems more more like a mountain for them to climb can't be bothered to to do it but and but i guess if you've always done something a certain way and it's done you well so far then it can be hard to think to change or to try and do things differently but we also know if we stop in anything stop in business or keep doing the same thing then you know our results aren't always going to be the same because obviously the landscape around you changes and standing still means you go backwards really doesn't yeah. it? and what i love i love a saying <laughs> Just, i love a, a what you call it proverb and actually one of the ones i really like is necessity is, is the mother of all invention and that was the completely right for me when I stopped being in corporate and having a like monthly salary and started to work for myself and had zero clients and I knew that I had to get out networking to go and find some clients but I didn't know where to go I didn't know what to do I was really daunted I felt a bit overwhelmed and I felt I had massive imposter syndrome at setting up my own business on day one and then on day two going to a network meeting and talking about how great my business was and how I could help you when actually I'd only even though I had 25 years experience in marketing I'd only been doing it for myself in this 
way. And so I was like, oh, I don't know what to do or how to do it. And so I couldn't put it up. If I'd have been in a comfortable position where I had like income from a partner or any other second stream of income or whatever, I probably still would be thinking, I must get around to doing that. But actually, you know, single mum, bills to pay, kids to feed, dog to, you know, feed. And uh, I had to get out there, which is when I contacted you. The rest is history, isn't it? But necessity was the mother of all invention. I had to get out there, I had to do it. And guess what? It works. So this is exactly the same. If you kind of having a bit of success, there's something where you don't know what you're doing. You feel a bit overwhelmed. You might have a bit of imposter syndrome. Um, it's easy to just avoid it altogether. Not so, bother because if yeah. you're doing all right, what's the point? So this is the point. Here's five reasons yeah. why it's the point. The first one is to stay ahead of the competition. So you may not be on social media and you may not be doing email marketing, but sure as hell, not all of your competitors, but a lot of your competitors will be doing so. And some of those will be coming along and stealing your your business if you're not careful. So I had a conversation with, actually, we both did have had a conversation with an architect, like it must have been like 18 months ago or so. And they were saying that um, they'd done really well. They've been, they've been architects for years, by the way. They've done really well. But actually, what was happening is they were losing business because they were losing it to their competitors who just happened to be showing up more on social media. So they weren't getting forgotten. Like they were getting forgotten and the new people were kind of in the faces and and they were going to they, they were going to catch up with clients and then the clients said, oh, sorry, we've used this person this time. And the reason they had was because they'd seen them regularly on social media and kind of won the business off of them. Yeah, people can't buy from you or invest in you or whatever it is you're looking for unless they know about you. They won't know about you if you don't get visible, which is why they're buying from your competitor. And it might be that actually you're better than your competitor. You know, you've been in the business longer, you've got more experience, you know what you're doing, you make more return on investment, or you just have a different, fresher outlook, or you're just a nicer person. But that none of that matters. Um, you know, we literally cannot do business with you if we don't know about you. And it's, it doesn't matter Anna says this all the time. And it's absolutely right. It doesn't matter if you know that you've known those people for 20 years. If you haven't seen them for ages, you've kind of gone out of their mind because we're all busy, aren't we? So if yeah. you get out there, you'll just they'll go, oh, I remember that person. Oh, I've got a chunk of money to invest. They look like they're doing really well. I might just have a chat with them because I knew them in a past career or past life or something like yeah. that um so that even the people who already know you just that gentle nudge reminding so i wouldn't have reached out to anna about the networking um because i'd literally hadn't seen her for about six or seven years but i used to see her on social media talking about networking which is how come i reached out to her to say well i need some help with networking do you mind having a chat and now look we've got a thriving business together so you know you just don't know do you yeah so number one stay ahead of the competition number two is to expand your reach. So yeah, you might be doing all right and you've got what you need and you have healthy leads coming through from maybe your belly to belly, face to face work that you do and the different networking that you go out to and things. But the world is, you know, you can touch so many more people with social media and keep up to date with people with email marketing. So why wouldn't you want to expand your reach um, and make it easier for yourself to get further faster? Yeah, and as well as you're doing, who has got no room to do better? nobody yeah that's um, weird. you know <laughs> very yeah i like obviously there's the exceptions if you're someone that's coming up for retirement you've got so many properties that coming out of your ears and actually now you're in a position where you want to start selling them off one each year because of the tax breaks that you know for tax reasons and you, you're trying to actually offload them to, to your kids and you've got grand plans that you want to you know sell all of them and, and move to a different country whatever there's obviously some exceptions to the rule but 
generally uh, we all should want to be expanding our reach to sort of move further forward in, in our businesses I know um, I think it's also you don't know what you don't know so if you are yeah. expanding your reach and connecting with all these different people and reading the content they're putting out it might just spark a new kind of collaboration or avenue that you hadn't considered and things like that so it's about not resting on our laurels and believing we know it all but just always expanding our knowledge and our learning and a lot of the way you can do that is by talking and reading what other people who are doing some stuff in a similar field to you um reading what they're doing and it's just it's interesting isn't it yeah because it it is surprising the people that you meet (laughs) time at networking that they only do go to the odd networking or they don't go online at all and just how like close-minded they are because they're sort of maybe they heard about Facebook LinkedIn whatever and for whatever reason they, they maybe they tried it a bit and then they turn their back on it and then oh well uh, what I'm doing is working so I'll just stay and actually there's lots of basics that they just don't know but it's, it's too big a thing to explain right from our point of view to them in, in such a short space of time at a little conversation at networking but it's you know you you are getting kind of left behind and yeah expand your reach so the third thing is to build brand awareness why do you want to do that you might think well you know i'm not really bothered about that but it's for your credibility and trust so that more because building your brand you if you have if you're already a successful property business you will have built your brand in your own organic way maybe going to networking meetings maybe just literally calling companies going out for meetings doing whatever but bringing it online and using social media will just strengthen that even even more. Yeah, I think sometimes it's a great central hub to put everything that you've been doing so that should you want to talk to anyone or you can just kind of point them to your profile mm-hmm. and then you've got your experience section talking about what you've done. You might have, you know, posts you put out there with um, visual examples of success you've had and talking about all of that kind of thing. And then you can also put recommendations on there so people that you've worked with or collaborated with can then talk about their opinions of you. So it's a great central hub to put everything and then people who have property businesses depending on what they are they often don't need a website if you're just going on a property journey and you're investing or you're doing flips or or whatever the chance they don't need a website so where do you keep all of this stuff and linkedin has got you know credibility you can't really fake it and um you can keep everything in there and just you know point people to it and they can then get in touch with other people that have worked with you and check you out and what have you yeah. So the fourth thing is position yourself as a leader. So it's about staying relevant um, in, in the changing market and the times, really. So if you're not on there and people go to try and find you on there, then unfortunately, people aren't going to trust you because they're going to be like, what, what's that person got to hide? Why aren't they on social media? So you might have nothing to hide and you're a credible, great business is just getting on with things. But actually, if there's a blank space there where your name should be there and your details and everything about you and your company aren't there, people will start getting suspicious and, uh, you know, they won't think of you as a leader in that because if you're a leader in what you do and you're credible and trustworthy, then you'd be out there, you know, for people to find you. Yeah, and I think that actually social media isn't going away, so it's time no. to embrace it. You know, LinkedIn has been and there it's not what, just kids. Years. Facebook yeah. even longer. Um, you know, it's a credible business tool and it's a great forum or platform for building your own personal brand and getting out there. So it's time to find an easy way to do it that doesn't leave you overwhelmed and having to put loads of effort in or, or getting it wrong and feeling embarrassed. Like lots of people, uh, when we meet them, we say, oh, you're on LinkedIn, um, you know, let's have a look at your profile. And they'll be like, oh, no, don't, this is really embarrassing, which is fine. You know, we all have things where we start here and we want to get to there and we've got to go on the journey. It's like, you know, when I first got in a car with the driving instructor, I didn't go, oh, don't look at me driving because I'm really rubbish. I was expecting him to expect Don't to look at my feet. But uh, he probably didn't expect me to be as rubbish for as long as I was, failing two tests before I passed one. But 
yeah but yeah so it's fine to start and be a bit crap it's absolutely fine and then to get someone to help you and then learn the way and just get better at it uh, but that's exactly what you've got to do because it's not going anywhere so let's embrace it yeah well you might you might enjoy it you might get on it hit the ground running and literally love it might change your business the fifth thing is to maintain the relationships with your existing contacts um so that you don't get forgotten so it's a little bit similar to what we said at the start in terms of you know your competitors um may come in and take your current clients off you but also they might still love you and they might still be dealing with you but you know this is a way to really cement your current contacts your current relationships your current audience get them all in one place and then for, for them to really really get to to know like and trust you even more so that they you know they don't forget about you let them know you're still doing that thing they can yeah. still have an opportunity to work with you i used to work with a lot of clients and a couple of them more than a couple actually would often say oh the trouble with going on linkedin and connecting with all of my you know customers and, and getting out there is my competitors then look at who i'm connected to and start contacting them and stealing yeah. my customers and you know I guess there are times where that has happened before, but I think it doesn't mean that you can't get on LinkedIn, you can't get on social media because, you know, you have to wrap everything up because if your competitors want to find who your customers are, they'll go and find them. You know, yeah. there's always one friendly customer or like an ex-staff member that they headhunt or, or what have you. And also, if your customers are happy, they know, like, and trust you, they're happy working with you and they're getting good returns, they will stick with you. As long as you're constantly out there talking about what you're doing so they know you're still in business, they know how they can contact you, they know what's coming up why would they move to somebody else um and also there's there is enough business out there there's something like 900 million on people on linkedin worldwide you know say you have point 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 zero whatever one of a percent of those people working with you that'll keep you pretty busy and make you all the money that you need to make so you know the opportunities are out there you just gotta get out there i think the main takeaways from these five that the main thing is to be mindful that you are going backwards like if you've just stopped if, you, if you're not looking to go forward in your business you will be and you think you've just stopped and plateaued you're not you're actually going backwards that's a, that's a big because, thing to take from because everyone else is um continuing to move forward shall i do the recap then and they yeah. like to recap so number one stay ahead of the competition your competitors will be on there we know that number two to expand your reach tap into new investors potential partners collaborate collaborate collaboration is fantastic on mm. linkedin definitely and we've worked with so many people who go on it to try and find new clients and then end up finding loads of opportunities Number three is to build brand awareness, increase your credibility and your trust. Number four is to position yourself as a leader, staying relevant in the changing market. And number five is to maintain relationships with existing customers so they don't forget you and can work with you moving forward. Yeah. So if you are a lurker and you're watching this and or listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I don't mind being on there and just looking at other people, but I don't really want to get out there myself. And we've kind of change your mind a little bit and you're feeling like mm, maybe I my property business is successful but maybe it could be that you know could be that next step I could take or I could do with a little bit more business or I could I do need to start embracing this stuff once and for all then reach out to us we have got a property content calendar so it gives you 31 days of content so here's a way to get started so we will put the link in the show notes if you're on any kind of social media platform go to our go to any podcast platform look up marketing property marketing made easy look at the show notes for this episode and you can get access to it as well and it just gives you a content topic every day and then you just follow it you say okay i'm going to commit to this for 31 days follow it guarantee you'll be better at it by the end of it than you are at the start so yeah go and find that link and uh, click it if you're enjoying property marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club use your podcast app to rate follow and subscribe Anna here, Anita and I really appreciate you listening to this podcast and the great feedback that we get. 
if you can please subscribe and leave a review for us it really helps with the growing of the podcast and then we can help more people in property market their business thanks and see you on the next one bye that was property marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it connect with us on social media just search get savvy club